Be advised that the information presented today is general in nature and does not take into consideration the listener's individual circumstances. Therefore, it is not intended to be a substitute for specific, individualized financial, legal, or tax advice. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a final decision. Grace Financial Partners offers investment advisory services and is registered with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the advisory firm by the SEC, nor does it indicate that the advisory firm has attained a particular level of skill or ability. Welcome to the Greece Financial Partners podcast. I'm Rob Herman, joined by my colleague, Ken Brodkowitz. In 10 minutes or less, we talk about economic and market themes that we think are of interest to clients. Just a quick disclaimer first, Greece Financial Partners offers investment advisory services and is registered with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement by the SEC. And the information in this podcast is educational in general nature and does not take into consideration a listener's personal circumstances. Therefore, it's not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized financial, legal, or tax advice. So to get started, uh, Ken, let's talk a little bit about what's happened over the past week as it relates to inflation, interest rates, bonds, and market volatility. If you could give us a quick recap. So it was a very, very volatile week for a variety of reasons specifically led by inflation expectations going up meaningfully in the market and interest rates going up meaningfully in the market. The 10-year Treasury peaked this week at about 1.5%. And if you recall, that's up about 70 basis points or so, you know, over the last six months. And, you know, most forecasters were expecting rates to go up slowly over time, but they've gone up a little more quickly than what people were anticipating. So why has that happened? You know, a few reasons. One, the 1.9 trillion stimulus looks like it's going to pass, you know, generally without the minimum wage, but looks like it's going to pass. And that is a very large number. And it's causing people to be very fearful that there will be inflation. In addition, there was a Treasury auction this week where the five to seven year part of the curve had very weak results. There were very few bidders. And we haven't seen that in a very long time where the middle or belly part of the curve went up. So basically, as we've spoken about many times in our in our previous podcasts and writings, the valuation on the market is high. It is justified when interest rates are low. But if and when interest rates go up, and they have gone up, and if they continue to go up, then the PE multiples will have to come down. It's just simply a discounted cash flow measure. When rates go up, valuations go down. So we're at a crossroads right now. Again, we're roughly at 1.5% on the 10-year. If we go up meaningfully more, in the near future, we will expect a bigger sell-off than what we were originally anticipating. And we do think we do think this is a warning shot to the markets right now to, to be on edge a little bit. So from the start of the month to now, the market is now expecting three or four Fed hikes in 2024 that they were not expecting before. So that's a meaningful change. And the market thinks the first hike could be the end of 2023, where the Fed has publicly said. They don't plan on hiking to 2024. So it's very meaningful that the market is no longer giving the Fed the benefit of the doubt. So we are still bullish on the market. As we've said before in our last podcast, we expected near-term volatility and that the market was a little overheated and to give back a little bit. And we still think we can give back a little bit more. But as long as interest rates kind of stay in this range, and that is our best conjecture at the moment, we think, you know, equities are still the place to be. 
and we would be more aggressive buying another a dip five to ten percent down from here. Thanks, Ken. And, and when we think about equities and fixed income, you know, we've long talked, and you've on your quarterly calls and on prior podcasts, we've long talked about in the context of interest rates and inflation, that traditional fixed income corporate investment grade bonds, treasuries, and the like are not a good place to be when you think about risk and return. Let's talk a little bit about how Greece Financial Partners thinks about fixed income positioning right now, how we're positioned in bonds for client portfolios to avoid volatility and interest rate risk, what we're looking at in the context of what you just talked about. So in January, a lot of people were saying bonds give you all the risk with none of the return. And, you know, for, for quite some time, six to nine months plus, we've been fairly negative on the risk reward of bonds. Just as a reminder, the 10-year treasury is at around 70 basis points, which it was a while ago. And if it goes up to 1.7%, you lose eight or 9% on your safe fixed income investment. The ag index, which is a proxy for um, bond investing, is down roughly seven or 8% this year. So fortunately, we've been we really have no exposure to duration, if you will, or specific interest rate risk. We do have fixed income positions. Some of them are floating rate, which means as interest rates go up, the return you get goes up. And we also have certain types of funds like strategic income funds where they can hedge out their interest rate risk and they can even go short interest rates if they so choose. So, you know, if we got closer to two and a half, three percent on the 10 year treasury, which is not what we're expecting. But if we went there, then we could go um, with some interest rate risk and some more traditional fixed income securities. But still, even here, the risk reward is not is not favorable. And we're very happy that we have been underweight interest rate risk to this point. And we've been more focused on other aspects of the market and other areas to make money where the return per unit of risk is far higher. Thanks, Ken. And I think it's important to highlight that in terms of differentiation and also to, you know, in the context of what's happened in the past week, um, to ensure that we avoid unnecessary volatility, all in the interest of, of balancing risk and return in the most appropriate way for client portfolios. Uh, with that, um, we keep these short so they're easy to listen to, but don't hesitate to call your client advisor, Ken or myself, or Chris Jaros, our director of research. If you'd like more information on what we're doing on the fixed income side or what the broader implications are for the market moving forward, we look forward to keeping in touch with you through these podcasts. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. This, again, has been the Greece Financial Partners 10 Minutes or Less podcast. Take care.